0: So weekend, Trav, I was a little worried. I know we wanted to get episode 68 done before Christmas. Uh, I was a little worried because the WNBA draft lottery was today, and I was fully immersed in in the potential of the rising superstars coming (laughs) through the ranks of the uh, WNBA, the new superstars of this era. What do you think about that weekend, Trav?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, I know how much you love the – WNBA. So I was, I was a little worried that we weren't going to be able to do the show.
0: So weekend trap episode 68, Wayne in with Travis Hartman that over there is weekend Trav. I'm B money, the producer, Merry Christmas folks and happy holidays, whatever other holiday you might. Uh, Celebrate right now. Uh, Weekend Trav, obviously, the biggest news of the day is going to be what we saw last night. And that was Jake Paul knocking out Tyrone Woodley. We'll get to that in a moment. I want to thank our media uh, partners first, TH Boxing, Gulfstream Financial, and IF Enterprises. Thank you so much. And Merry Christmas to all of you as well. Weekend Trav, I don't know if I'm digging the attire necessarily. It doesn't look too much like an ugly sweater.
1: Yeah, I couldn't find an ugly sweater. I failed.
0: Well, you know, I have a nice here. It's a little scene from Jurassic Park. It's a dinosaur taking on Santa on the toilet. He's about to eat him, but instead he's giving him a candy cane. Anyways, that's my ugly sweater. And of course, we have the matching hats. Merry, Merry Christmas. So without further ado, Weekend Traff. Let's go ahead and jump in to the fight that was uh, the knockout victory for Jake Paul last night on Showtime pay-per-view coming to you from Tampa Bay, Emily Arena. Uh, what'd you think? What'd you see? Give me your rundown.
1: Yeah, honestly, the fight up to the sixth round, there was a sixth round knockout. Um, knocked him out cold, face planted him, um, Ty- Tyron Woodley. But up to that point, it was actually a very, um, I-, I would almost say a boring fight. The fans even started booing at one point multiple times. There was a lot of holding. Every time they clinched, every time they got close to each other, it was a big hold. So it was kind of annoying. But what a lot of people weren't paying attention to, and I've said this on multiple Jake Paul fights, Jake Paul always sets his right hand up. He was jabbing so methodically to the body, jabbing to the body, jabbing to the body, jabbing to the body. Jabbing to the, jabbing to the body. So when he threw that right hand, if you guys actually watch it, um, it it's he kind of was fainting as well, setting it up the whole fight, even though it was a boring fight. Everybody's like, oh, why would Tyron Woodley stand right in front of him with his hands down? Tyron Woodley didn't. Watch the tape. Tyron Woodley actually had his hands up, and Jake Paul did like a feint almost, and Tyron Woodley just for a second dropped the right hand, and that's when uh, he came over the top with his right hand. So I just I want to let everybody know, because I'm seeing this all over the social media networks, is that they're calling this fight fake. No. I promise you that was a real punch. No. I promise you that was not scripted. Tyrone Woodley has enough of a pride to not just go down for no reason. He he face planted. He literally, you hit him. People fall face forward. They usually put their hands down to grace their fall. He landed on his face.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now we talked about it right after the fight, like literally right after the fight was going, you and I were texting back and forth and I I flat out just told you, I said, I don't think it's fake. It just looked weird. This this, the way it happened, just looked. it just almost, it's, it kind of was almost like a slow, it felt like slow motion almost. Yeah. Um. You didn't really see. It didn't. It wasn't the typical. Some guy gets knocked out. They go stiff as a board. Boom. They hit it. It just kind of like felt so slow, but definitely true. And that's why when I text you, I'm like, man, that looked. That's a weird, weird looking, wasn't it? Yeah. And 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 you know it is what it is. I don't. I'm not one of those that believes it was fake or anything, any other crap like that. I think that's silly. Uh, how are you going to fool millions of people watching this from all the different camera angles and that was fake? Come on, everybody. Come on.
1: I know we have so many, cons- it's, you know, it's funny to me, though, is all these other people out there that hate on the whole country for saying that, you know, COVID is a conspiracy, all this other stuff. Now we have those same people that are, that, that talk down to people with conspiracy theories. I see those same people now saying that Jake Paul is a conspiracy. It's, it's all this other crazy stuff. And I'm just like, it's, it's not, it was real. Um, but I got to go on a rant here as a boxing rant. because I keep hearing this and I know me and you have kind of differing opinions here, which is it's fine. And that's, we're all allowed to do that. You're, you're allowed to not like Jake Paul. I just want to let everybody know that at first you are 100% allowed to not like him. I'm not even claiming that I like him. I don't really hate him. I don't, I don't dislike him. He's never done anything to me, but here's my professional opinion on what's going on with his career right now. Jake Paul was, what What is this? His fourth professional fight. He's four and oh, no,
0: isn't it five, four or five.
1: Yes, it's four or five and zero. Oh. I, I think Box Trek has him at five and zero, oh, but I'm, I think they said he was four and zero oh last night after the fight. But I'm not sure. Either way, let's say he's undefeated, right? Okay, he's only had four or five pro fights. Everybody keeps saying, "Oh, when's he ever going to fight anybody?" Here's what happened: it was a good and a bad thing how Jake Paul started his career. And I say a good and a bad thing because it was good because one, he knocked out Nate Robinson in a highlight reel knockout, right? Got super, super famous, super fast because of that. Right. So that kind of pigeonholed them into the where they can't just fight the normal fighters that most prospects coming up in pro boxing can sure. because now they gotta got somebody that has the ratings that get somebody that, that that's gonna sell. Right. So this is where I want to give everybody a rundown. I'm gonna go over a couple different ones. I'm gonna tell you guys Mike Tyson. Okay. Mike Tyson's sixth pro fight, he fought a guy who was three wins, 16 losses, and two draws. Okay. So what's going on with Jake Paul and how they're building his career is not much different than any other highlight, right, 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 high, right. high level. I'm going to go down a couple more that people know. Canelo Alvarez, fourth pro fight. He fought a guy who was 0-0-1, and Canelo hadn't faced a guy with one win combined in his first four fights. This is Saul Canelo Alvarez, who's the best boxer in the world easily, right? Pound for okay. pound. Pound yep. for pound. I'm going to go to another one. Floyd Mayweather. He fought a pro debut in his fourth fight, but also in his ninth pro fight, he fought a guy who was one and 13. Okay. Not done yet. Julio Cesar Chavez, Hall of Famer by all means, correct? Julio Cesar Chavez was 49 and 0, Mm -hmm. and he fought a guy who was two wins and 15 losses. Oh, yeah. Cab driver. Manny, Manny Pacquiao in his 16th pro fight fought a guy who was one win, 11 losses, and one draw. So, the reason I say all of that is all of the armchair peanut gallery people out there talking about Jake Paul, oh, he does not fought anybody. They are doing nothing different than how they've built other pro fighters. The only exception is they are making a ton of money because somehow this kid has got in everybody's head and's got in their emotions to where they hate the kid. Fair enough, because he doesn't do things that make you want to like him, clearly. But what he's doing is not that different. And, and I, I'm if you don't like him, Don't pay to watch the show. Pretty simple. But I'm going to go one step further even. There's a guy named Steve Cunningham, professional boxer out of uh, Pennsylvania. He actually fought Tyson Fury, dropped Tyson Fury in a pro fight. He's one of the only guys other than obviously Deontay Wilder to drop Tyson Fury, correct? He was sparring with Jake Paul for a couple of weeks before this fight. He just made a post and said, guys, you guys all want to talk a lot of crap on this kid. He goes, I sparred with this kid for two weeks. This kid can hit. This kid works his butt off. This kid is doing nothing different with his pro career. He's in his fourth, fifth pro fight. So he's working his butt off. He's sparring with other other pros. Now you have a guy like Steve Cunningham is telling everybody, guys, he's sparred with me. And I'm telling you, the kid puts the work in. The kid can fight better than you think. Is he going to be a world champion? I'm going to say, I don't know about that. I don't think he's, I don't think. They're going to build his career like they build Canelo's or well, Floyd Mayweather's. Well, well, he's
0: he's already the MVB, I thought. Doesn't he have his own belt that he made, the most valuable boxer?
1: Uh, that's kind of funny. I don't that's know. That's the he, one he, he carried to the ring.
0: So, so I think, I mean, obviously, I think I agree with all your points. And this is no echo chamber. Uh, what I think, and I, I think you would also agree with this, it's not the fact that people don't see him working hard. And it's not the fact that he's. Okay, he's not like the greatest boxer ever and I know he's working and ascending towards that. He's putting the effort in. He's got the right people around him. It's the other stuff. It's the other stuff that I think eventually gets a little stale to be honest with you and I was that's what I was trying to get my message to you across last night was yeah. that at a certain point it's like pro boxing. If you have not pro boxing, pro wrestling, let's put it that way. Yeah. You got guys, you got the face, you got the heel. You got the guy everyone loves, you got the guy everyone hates. But they're drawing the the emotion and they're drawing the attention one way or another. But if you got the guy that's not really doing much for anybody, that's a problem. And and that's obviously not him yet. But my thought process is if it continues down the road we're seeing, eventually it's going to feel a little stale. The robot guy the making your own belts. That's the second belt I've seen him with. Like the whole, It's just like, it's not, it didn't feel like anything new or different to me out there. It was just, it was this guy that, you know, kind of acts like, I don't want to say acts like a thug, but he kind of tries to put himself, you know, throwing all, you know, the F bombs this and the P word this and all this other stuff. And I'm like, that just doesn't really match. Like, I'm not seeing it. And then this guy's doing it. And then eventually it's like, I'm just, maybe I just don't care at some point. I don't hate the guy at all. I'm just, I'm slowly but surely getting bored.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I guess for the most part, I'm kind of commenting because I see a lot of social media posts from a lot of uh, lower level pro sure. boxers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. And I they're like,
1: it, yeah. and to me, I'm just like they're coming across as very jealous because a lot of these guys, I don't want to say names specifically, but I've seen a couple posts guys that I'm friends with. They're like, oh my gosh, I would kill Jake Paul, and like I can't break it to them, but he's better than people think. He's be- he's a lower level pro. Jake Paul is a very, very novice. Not, I wouldn't say even pro. He's novice level boxer. And I've never once heard Jake Paul though. I really haven't heard him kind of say that even though he's called out Canelo, I never hear Jake Paul say he thinks he's the best boxer on the planet.
0: No, no I no, no, don't no. ever
1: hear him say that. He's a very big, he calls people out. He's very business-like. He's very entertaining. And yes, one day if he does step up and to his credit, you, you gave him some credit because he was going to fight Tommy Fury, who was a pro boxer seven or no, Tommy right. Fury backed out. So like, it wasn't Jake's fault. Tyrone Woodley, all, all props to him. Honestly, he saved the show by coming in on short notice and fighting a guy like Jake Paul. So oh, like,
0: I, I flat out wow. told you leading up to this thing, if it was going to be him and Tommy Fury, this is, that's a boring fight. No, I don't want to see that at all. Yeah. That, you know, dragging the robot to the, to the uh, press conference and dragging your, your belt you had created, all this stuff, and going against Tommy Fury, that would have quickened the pace of me being bored with yeah. all this stuff. Now, the fact that it was Tyron Woodley, it's kind of like, okay, well, they kind of went back and forth a bit. Still was boring the first time. Maybe it'll be a little better this time. They both had some action the first time. Listen, if it wasn't for that sixth-round knockout by Jake Paul last night, that fight... Was like there was a one round I can't remember which round it was where they both total landed seven punches, both of them combined.
1: Yeah. Listen, I I'm gonna tell you that the Jake Paul train would have halted quite a bit if that fight would have just went the distance into the scorecards. He would have he was ahead on all three judges scorecards. So if it went eight rounds, so if it went two more rounds, he would have won no matter what because he was ahead pretty comfortably on all three judges yeah. scorecards. Yeah, if yeah. he wins a decision there. Even though he won, people are going to be
0: like, the oh, brakes would have definitely pumped. And you also know what else would have been uh, feeling a little bit better. My wallet. Cause that's what I, the finish that I took the prop bet. I, I was expecting him to, to have the decision victory, or uh, I know I'd said on air, the split decision, but that wasn't one of the props available. Yep. And I, and I, the whole time I'm like, okay, okay. I'm going to get some money. I'm going to get some money. Yeah. You, you had the straight victory. So you were like, yeah, I'm going to get some money.
1: Yeah. But then man, the how odds makers
0: board. know because the, the over under mark on it was six and a half rounds, right? That's crazy, yeah. isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's 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 very odd how Vegas sometimes gets that crap really close. A lot of times, I, it I did, yeah, and th- it was like it was a it sucked because it was a it was not an entertaining fight, and nobody mm-hmm. would tell you that. But that's how boxing is, though. Too is like it could be a boring, You're right? Fight, but if you literally close the show with a knockout it people forget what happened the previous five rounds they really do like and i I did too because there's so much hype around this that jake paul's got a hype train man and he's writing this just like he said i think he mentioned in the pre-fight um they did like a little special on him he was just like you know if i can make about 250 million dollars in this sport he goes why not he goes i work really hard and he does um, nobody. I don't think nobody honestly discredits how hard the kid works. I don't think anybody does that I hear. It's more of they hate the kid. But to me, I need to know why you're hating him. That's yeah. that's kind of my thing because it's like, are you hating him because he's successful? Are you hating him because he's making a ton of money? Are you hating him because he's fighting guys that you don't think he should be fighting when you don't know anything about boxing because this is exactly what they're doing? It's happened for you. You're talking about Julio Cesar Chavez. We're talking 20, 30 years Absolutely. ago, they did the same stuff. Well,
0: I think you hit it on the head. I think a, a certain percentage of guys out there and, and maybe, even, maybe even boxers themselves or other co- sort of combat sports athletes, professionals, I think a percentage of that is the jealousy factor. They, that will never be admitted. But I also think there's a good percentage there where it's just like, I just want to fight. And it's not necessarily about the, the the you know making all this money against Jake Paul or shutting him up. I just I just want to I just want to really fight. And, yeah. and so I think we have some friends like that too. Um, but ultimately, Jake Paul and his camp, they're going to look at those situations and be like, "Tough," <laughs> because why yeah. would we do that? Why would we? Why would we throw the, you know the the tracks on our, our train freight train and disarray ourselves? There's no point to that. That makes no sense for us to fight. A stiffer competitor that's why even on our our our, our youtube page i had commented after the fight i said well you know we'll see what what wrestler or mma fighters next because it, it's not going to be a legitimate uh quote-unquote legitimate boxer no nope. nope. not for a while you know, tommy fury wasn't going to be a draw who else would come? who else and what catch weight i mean come on we don't even know so you're talking that- nate diaz maybe and or george masvidal right that's what yeah. we talked about last night. Yep. Uh, you know, What do you think? Is this going to be what the next step is? I know it's a little early to tell.
1: Um, yeah, honestly, I do because those two guys were there. And I think that at this point, Jake Paul and, and his promotion company have, have really, really, they've, they've made it very difficult to match him right now. They have to match him with somebody who is very, very high profile name, not necessarily high profile boxer. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because yeah. a high-profile boxer beats him. They know that. Nobody's. I've never heard BJ Flores come out and say, "Oh my God, yeah, we're gonna knock out BJ's trainer. We're gonna knock out Canelo Alvarez." I've never heard none of them say that. No, they're no. they know it's careful matchmaking. They're building a brand. They're building this, and literally, it's it's a risk and reward here because the risk is. He needs to literally only lose once, and people will literally jump off that train and stop caring. So they're 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 just profiting as much as they can. I I think they're bringing eyes to the sport because there are real boxing matches on that card. Amanda Serrano, she's she just posted today. She said, "I just realized it, but I'm finally a millionaire."
0: Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations to her. She won uh, her her, uh, decision victory as well. Kind of expected her to finish that fight, but it did go the distance. Yeah. Um, You know, so here's what I'm thinking, because I I even kind of broke this down. I've never been a big Nate Diaz fan on the MMA side. Uh, I think he was great for how his body frame was in the cage. And based on his weight class and things like that, his standup worked for MMA, but because of how lanky he also was as well. Uh, I don't see that translating well into a boxing ring necessarily against uh, Jake Paul. And plus, I don't know what kind of weight they, they would meet at. I don't know what, what Nate Diaz is walking around with uh, at right now. Uh, I think Masvidal makes a lot of sense, but still same thing. I don't know what weight he's at. I'd be interested to see if one of these days, Jake Paul and his crew show up at one of uh, 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 Masvidal's uh, bare knuckle boxing promotions Uh, and sit in the stands themselves. I mean, talk about drawing attention, right? That would be good for both brands. It would be good for that promotion as well. And so you get, you know, a lot of this kind of conversation and chatter goes on behind the closed doors. I'm not stupid. You're not stupid to that either. Um, So I don't know. It's kind of early to say, but I I, I would anticipate we're probably looking at one of those because he also started the calling them out process in the Post-fight interview in the ring where he uh, basically said, you know, called them the p-word, and they're walking out early, and blah blah blah. blah.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's not. I mean, we, we were talking now because you're obviously a father. I'm a father, very new father. But you know, Jake Paul, the way he talks, he was he was cussing, he was swearing, he was saying some very dirty words after the fight. He's not very appealing to the average person. But it's also combat sports, so right. I don't right. think we're bringing in the children for that. No, as it is, no, no, no. But also. He, he did what he had to do. Jake Paul won. He, he He's obviously um, not a world-class boxer yet. I'm not saying he will be. I'm not saying he won't be, but I'm just saying that from what I keep seeing, he is progressing. He yeah. does. I mean, listen, I know BJ is my friend and uh, it's going to sound biased because he is my friend, but I'm telling you, what he has Jake Paul doing? If it wasn't for B.J. Flores, Jake Paul would not be where he's at right no,
0: now. No, no, you're right. You're absolutely boxing, correct.
1: Boxing-wise, I'm saying because Jake Paul, he knows how to he knows how to sell. The kid knows how to get in people's heads and get people to either he. Here's what he does. There's a boxer, um, Adrian Broner. He was promoted by Oscar De La Hoya and them and Richard Schaefer, right. and they made a he made a good point. He fought he used to fight on Showtime. Who? That's where Jake Paul fights for. Showtime now, and he said that. There's something special about Broner in the fact that he brings emotions out of people. He right. said mostly bad, but he brings enough emotion out of people that they pay to see him win or yeah. lose. They pay to see him. For me personally, I was a boxer, a professional boxer, you know, 16 years, 17 years of my, of my life. And I never wanted to be the bad guy. I didn't. And that was, I I never made the kind of money Jake Paul did. And I don't look at Jake Paul and think, oh my gosh, I'm such a better boxer than him that I deserve to make what he's making. I never looked at it like that. I just, I never sold myself that way because I didn't choose to. And I don't think we should hate on Jake Paul, other professional boxers. I mean, should hate on Jake Paul for selling the way he does. That's how he sells. That's how he makes what he makes. If every single one of these lower level pro boxers that I see making posts about Jake Paul If they would do what he was doing and make that kind of money, then who cares? But they can't. Now they're sitting at home and they're pissed off about it. And that's fine. Like, you're a better boxer. You might be. But he learned how to sell. Don't be a hater. He's selling. You don't have to like him. You don't have to support it. But if you're complaining about it, you're just hating at this point.
0: It's, It's just like the analogy of, I think I would be a better WNBA player. Then the ladies that are going to get drafted here shortly in the next, I don't know when is it, in a few months. How many teams are there? There Like four teams? There's like six teams? I don't even know.
1: (laughs) I don't, I'm not honest. I genuinely don't really know.
0: How long did that, did they have the the ping pongs, ping pong balls? How long did that lottery take? Two seconds?
1: You say this as if I actually watched it too. I just seen the ticker on ESPN.
0: These ladies, these, these, these ladies, I think they should stay in college because with the NIL stuff and getting the, the sponsor dollars that way, you'd probably make a lot more money than being subsidized by the NBA for the WNBA. But yeah, so the analogy is I'm sitting here in this chair thinking I would be better at, at shooting layups, even left-handed layups, you know, because I shoot basketball left-handed in the WNBA, but I'm not because I'm just here and I'm bitter about it. I'm <laughs> it's like the yeah. same thing, right? That's what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, but at least you can admit it though. You're admitting it. You're I'm, a, I'm a
0: bigger, I'm listen, listen, I'm honest with myself. My, my energy is very pure. Okay. I feel very connected to that. But I wanted to be honest with you about that because you stoked a little flame in my heart when you talked to me about possibly delaying our show and production because of the WNBA uh, draft lottery. But we're here and I'm glad we're here. And I'm glad we're talking about what actually ends up being this week's Beardsman of the week. And that is who I've made fun of because it is a real nat. It's not even a good beard. It stops like right here, right?
1: Yes, it's right here. And, uh,
0: and his yes. hair looks kind of weird up top, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the beard. Jake Paul. Jake Paul ends up taking this week's Beardsman of the Week. We mentioned a few days ago, maybe it would be Tyron Willie depending on how this turned out. But his beard was too smashed on the canvas when he went face first.
1: He did, dude. But so with that being said, too, then I feel like he's the Beersman of the week. He also is the what? Hold on. I got it.
0: Whoa. The money shot of the week. I hope that's not the face you make with that. Uh, Anyways. um, But, yeah, he ends up, ladies and gentlemen, because of what you're seeing here, it's got to be the money shot of the week. It was a shortened week anyways. What else was there? I was watching football all day. I didn't see any big, big, massive hits that would have taken the the spot. It had to be that. It was a good knockout. Well, we can, Trav. I mean, you got professionals even saying, hey, just to be fair, that's probably going to be like at least one of the knockouts of the year. It's got to be. I mean, it was. It'll
1: it'll be a candidate for sure.
0: Because of the notoriety of the fight itself, because of the camera angles we all saw, because of the full-on face plant, it was just nasty. It was an ugly. We'll probably end up talking, ladies and gentlemen. We'll probably talk about that next week. This is going to be the last last episode of the year for us as we head into Christmas and New Year's. But next week we'll put out some stuff just talking about fight fighter of the year, fight of the year, all these things like we did last year. And the, year obviously, ever. obviously a KO of the year will be on that conversation too. And chances are you're gonna we're going to be talking about that one amongst others. Uh, I was waiting to see if there's any. Um, like Michaela Mayer one. I didn't see one. I was waiting to see if there's any, uh, um, <laughs>
1: We would be remiss, though, I forget to mention this. On that same card of Jake Paul, we had a local Orlando kid, yes, Giovanni did. Estelle, who yep. won a unanimous decision. I think he is now 6-0, and so I want to congratulate him. But I also want to make sure, I know that we spent a lot of time on Jake Paul, and we're both guilty of this because the kids, he, he's a headline stealer. But there was actual other pro boxing matches on, too. Uh, Zerto Ramirez had a great fight. Uh, it was a light heavyweight fight, I like think, 175 phenomenal fight for golden boy um, yep. it was actually action-packed and there was a bunch of other fights as well Stuff
0: on the zone so, too yep
1: yeah so definitely we, we definitely want to give them props i didn't mean to miss them out but obviously right now it's just yeah but it, listen that's, that's what Paul does that's the he unfortunate side
0: it's the unfortunate side of the, thing, if, if the side effect of things when we're talking about deontay wilder and tyson fury we're not talking about anything else that happened over that la- that week we're talking about that that fight when it's a big time canelo fight we're not ta- we're not talking about anything else so sure. It is what it is. Unfortunately, folks, I know. I get it. He's not like world champion material at this point. Maybe one day he will be. He's not the the most clean and effective boxer, but he's the draw right now. He's the one getting the clicks. He's the one getting the pay-per-view. He's the one you all are complaining about, and I'm sometimes complaining about, but I'm not complaining about it because of his lack of effort and working hard. I'm just... It's just like the other stuff. oh, He's like, uh, what, what did I say last night? Not gross, but it's uh, just, I don't know. It just. Ugh.
1: And listen, and that's it's where ugh. like, I, I respect that more. I'm like, people, I don't want you to love this guy. I don't want you to like this guy. You can not like him. That's cool. But it's when the people that go above and beyond and they're like such haters, they're like, he's garbage. The fight was fixed. He fights nobody. I'm like, dude, he fought a former world goofy. champion, although it was in UFC. you did say goofy. Yeah. Even though it was in UFC, that's a former world champion, man. After yeah. that first fight, me and you both were like, wow, Tyrone Woodley, although his boxing is not like a pro boxer, he's a tough dude. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think the, biggest, the biggest takeaway for me in this fact is not that he beat Tyrone Woodley. It was how he beat him. Nobody like – Nobody just, expected that.
0: Man, that, that right hook was just so clean. I don't care what people are saying about open fists and all this other stuff. It didn't matter. You hit him, it you did. hit anybody on the button with that much much force behind it, you could be backhanding them with that much force. You're gonna knock them down to the canvas. So get over it, guys. Exactly. He's our he's our Beersman of the week. He's also our money shot of the week. And uh, you know, it is what it is. And, and so we can travel. I mean, is there anything else that you need to talk about on your soapbox about this kid or you know? What are, we, what, are we, what are we saying about the fight? Anything else?
1: No, I mean, I think it was it, – it, it is sometimes – I made a post about it, Sometimes it just – it is what it is. Bingo. That's Jake Paul's career right now. People stop hating. You know, you can – you listen, criticize it all you want. He hasn't fought a high-level boxer, but if you criticize that, do your homework, and remember, he's doing nothing. This is an old – old old very very traditional way of bringing up a boxer they just they just did something genius though and figured out how to profit massively on the build
0: my advice to anybody that really just can't stand this guy and it's not for jealousy purposes if you really don't like him boxing so much and doing all this stuff and being in front of the screen then turn the screen off right Yep. You know, that's, that's the only way to do it. that's the only way to combat any of these things that gets airtime or clicks online and not just Jake Paul, but other stuff too. If you don't like it, then don't watch it. The more people that don't watch it, it, it that's the way it goes away. That's, yep. that's the only way it goes away.
1: And then if and you don't I, and I'm not, it,
0: and I'm not even advocating for it to go away. I'm just saying at some point, this goofy guy is going to kind of like eh, be like that for me until something else is different until like, oh man, whoa, he just did that. Or oh, he just he's fighting who? Like yeah. until that happens, okay. Then now we're talking. But until then, make your money, man. Make your money.
1: There you go. Like get that cheddar. But I also want people like I this is what I don't like. If people are all like, this is what boxing has been reduced to. I'm like, no, people, we still have Canelo Alvarez. Tons of stuff. Puts on legit shows. Canelo Alvarez, who's a legit pro boxer, he's the pound for pound best in the world. He sells more than Jake Paul. So Stop acting like boxing needs a Jake Paul. We're benefiting off of a Jake Paul, the world of boxing for sure is. But we still have guys like Canelo. We have guys like Crawford. Yep. We, have the, we have the women that are coming up even funny enough. But we don't need Jake Paul. He's yeah, adding... I mean- He's adding to the element for sure, and we're happy about that.
0: And even I and even I saw today. You saw, I think, if you saw too, it looks like Errol Spence and Ugas are certain are starting in talks to try to get those things unified or the belts that or the one belt Ugas has and the belts that Spence has. So that's something in the right direction. We do wish it would be Crawford in that conversation, but obviously that's not the case. Um, So there are great things happening. The unfortunate reality of it is that if you are complaining that much about a guy like Jake Paul or the YouTube boxing or this and that then you have no clue what else is going on out there. So yeah. sit down and, and and turn your mic off because you just don't know what else is out there folks. And and this is coming to you from somebody that I don't know everything that's going on either. I just I just uh the producer of this thing, right?
1: You know you but see I think you, you're more than a casual fan. We've talked about this. You are. You're more than a casual fan because you follow this. You do. You follow combat sports. You know a little more than the average person. For days, we can,
0: travel This is what I don't like. This is what I don't like. Is I'll make money, money on some of my bets for football, but but I bet uh, on this fight and I, and I lost. I didn't like that. I lost.
1: You gotta so, keep it. You gotta keep it nice and easy, like me. I, I take the lesser ones because I bet the straight bet.
0: I know, but I wanted the bigger payout because that's the way I work. You even I even showed you my prop bets for the football today, which so far yeah. they've all hit, which was pretty nice. Those it makes are it that's, fun. that's my big money pick tickets, but I'm only doing little bits at a time because I'm not an alpha. I'm not an alpha. Be
1: money with the big money.
0: I'm a beta. I'm not alpha. So, uh, weekend yeah. travel. Yeah. What else we got? Um, that's all I really had. We just wanted to make sure we said Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays and Happy New Year to everybody. Episode 68. This is the last episode for the year. We'll put some stuff out next week just with regard to things that we think were highlight reels of the year. Um, at least I'm committing you to that. Um, so we can travel. Let me toss over to you for a final thought.
1: Be prepared because even though this is our last uh, podcast episode, I'm still going to put out a lot of content on our Instagram page and on our YouTube page. So keep following us for that. I'm going to put a lot of stuff out there for that. Um, But we're going to take it off the next couple of weeks without a full episode, but we're still going to do a lot of content. So be prepared because weekend Trav has been doing his homework when it comes to boxing. And that's why I just, I love boxing so much that This is what this is a good thing about Jake Paul. Jake Paul is keeping us boxing purists on our toes because he's making me do my homework. He's making me have points already ready for all these people that are saying Jake Paul's ruining boxing or or Jake Paul's the only thing boxing has, or you know, things like that. So that's why I did my homework, and that's why I gave you guys today. Please fact check me. I dare you, because I am 100 percent correct on the records that I was telling you about with Mike Tyson, Floyd Mayweather, Julio Cesar Chavez, uh, Canelo Alvarez, Manny Pacquiao. Every record that I said there, fact check me. Bring it on, because I promise you I'm right.
0: We can, Trav, you know very well people don't like facts. They just like growing off their emotions, and that is what it is. For those that think that he's ruining boxing, somebody ask someone like Amanda Serrano how much he's ruining boxing. As you said earlier in the show, she finally posted, wow, I guess I'm a millionaire. Well, that's before the tax man, but yeah, she's a millionaire folks, because she is now part of his promotion company. She's getting, you know, she was getting a nice billing for this pay-per-view. I mean, it's getting the platform. He's doing the right stuff for others as well.
1: Yeah.
0: um, But it's just, it's obviously not in the kind of like, it's just, it's just part of it's goofy. I can't think of a better word for it, but it is what it is. Um, Yeah. It's crazy
1: time. because it's crazy because Amanda Serrano is regarded as the pound for one, yeah. of, the, one of the pound for pound yeah. best in women's boxing. She's Definitely. had over 40 pro fights guys. And now because of Jake Paul, she's just now become a millionaire. She's at 40 over. She's a world champion in seven different divisions. And she just now Jake Paul, thank you, Jake Paul, his yeah. platform, he's building up others. So like, it is what it is. The kid, the kids, the kids just, He's not, I wish he was different, but if he was different, if he was nicer, if he was kinder, he probably wouldn't sell this much. So he can't that's be the, the thing.
0: He can't be the kind of professional athlete that does not rub everyone the wrong way and does not doesn't piss people off, you know, like a guy that's a really upstanding gentleman, like my quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, who doesn't <laughs> piss anybody off. He doesn't rub anybody the wrong way. I know Jake Paul can't be of that character and that mindset, but it is what it is. So, uh, Weekend Tribe, I appreciate your final thoughts on that fight. So, once again, Jake Paul, six-round knockout, uh, taking down Tyrone Woodley there in Tampa Bay. It was a highlight reel knockout, folks. You saw it in this episode, but also we'll, we'll be talking about it. You see it everywhere right now because that's what happened over the weekend. But it was, it was pretty clean, and it was, um, man – It is what it is. It's one of those things that we're going to be talking about, I think, for a while now. And it's going to be on the highlights for a while now. So just be prepared. Buckle your seatbelts. And that's all I had to say for for my little final spiel here. Other than, once again, folks, Merry Christmas. We appreciate all our subscribers and those that follow our content. And if you aren't, please do so below or whatever medium you're finding this. We appreciate all the support, the comments. Even if you say you guys are nuts, you guys are idiots. The fact that you're coming to his support and defense, we're not really doing that. But you know, share your opinions. We love it. We love the exchange. We love being able to talk to people about your opinions and we do it in a respectful way. We're not, we're not here saying, man, you're wrong. You idiot. We don't do that. So please follow our stuff, whether it's on YouTube, Instagram, anywhere else, Facebook page, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we can travel that's all I had. Um,
1: I have one more thing to leave everybody with mm. the only way to avoid pissing people off is to do nothing important.
0: Mm you're always going to rub somebody the wrong way. If you're true to yourself,
1: not everybody has to like you.
0: You don't always have you. You will always rub somebody the wrong way, but you'll be able to rub yourself the right way. And with that, that's the end of the year. Merry Christmas folks. That over there is weekend Trav.
1: Merry Christmas guys. (laughs) What a show.
0: (laughs) God bless. <laughs> Holy
1: moly.